0: following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio.
1: And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. I am here with the wonderful Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, welcome to the program. Well,
0: thank you. Good afternoon.
1: I'm glad you are here, and it's a great Saturday, and I can't believe that the holidays are upon us, and this is a stressful time for families, and I will say Likely even more stressful for those that are taking care of senior loved ones. And you're here to talk about um, avoiding stress. <laughs> how do we do how that? How do we do that? <laughs> is that right? Yeah.
0: I think the most important thing is to plan mm-hmm. and communicate. So if, so if uh, during the holiday time, just think of all the, the balls you have in the air naturally mm-hmm. and how we get caught in the idea that it's got to be the, the perfect holiday season.
1: That was my mantra. I yeah. I busted myself over and over because I just didn't want to spoil it for my mom. Yeah. And so I did things that I normally wouldn't do because <laughs> you added to the stress. So first tip, don't add. <laughs> don't add.
0: The perfection of the holiday seasons yeah. is going to be in memories. And particularly in this time of, of transition mm-hmm. for someone that you're caring for, it's about keeping things as consistent and calm as possible.
1: Yeah. And that includes
0: for the caregiver too. Absolutely. The caregiver is probably just or as even more important sometimes when we're dealing with stress because your stress will transfer to to the person you're caring for. And your family. And your family. That's right. Um, Your extended family. And it'll just be kind of like everybody's pulling their hair out. And so my suggestion to you, um, number one, let me say it again, is to communicate and to plan.
1: Communicate, communicate, plan, yes. communicate. <laughs> ask for
0: help, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Don't feel badly about asking help. And let's, let's talk a little bit about that asking for okay. help. You, I believe you need to be specific because if someone's not intimately involved in the care of uh, an elder, whether it be dementia care or care for someone who gets winded easily with COPD or, or someone who has a hard time moving, it's an adjustment And the people who are not involved don't understand that adjustment. So it's almost like family members be open to hearing things put at a very simple level because Mm -hmm. we don't want to assume anything. Right. And caregiver, communicate to the lowest common denominator in terms of the minutia of when you see mom trying to, to stand up, put your hand on her elbow, not... In her armpit and yank on her or pull her with her hands. Mm -hmm. You know, it's little things that you can help family members or how do they come into your home if you're choosing to have an an event at your home Mm -hmm. or a gathering? How do people come into their home and introduce themselves Mm -hmm. to mom? Now, you may be, you know, son number three. But that given day, because you know the doorbell's been ringing, the dog's barking, um, there's added people
1: here, and I have kind of
0: forgotten why. Why are there even added people? here? My house here? is
1: getting torn up with with Christmas presents and yeah. wrappings and ribbons all over the floor, and I'm afraid it's, mom or dad are gonna fall and and uh, yep. you know and all the different <laughs> things. It's hard shopping, house mm-hmm. cleaning, uh, all of those things, right? Yeah. And to
0: to get to the place of saying to the family members, just walk in and say hi, mom. Mom, this is this is Daphne, and uh, it's so great to see you. Mm-hmm. I, I get to be the position of the eldest daughter, right? You know, whatever it is, give the gift of dignity to the loved one. Give the don't make assumptions, and she'll say, "Oh, I know who you are," and say, "I know you do, but I just thought I'd formally introduce myself." Or oh, just that's kind of cute. go with the flow, right? Um, to to not feel offended in any way, but think about someone who may have some anxiety about, am I going to be socially appropriate? Right. Am I going to be able to remember things appropriately and how much stress that can be. So as a caregiver, how do you eliminate that? Mm-hmm. Maybe have somebody, you know, your, your niece or nephew that you can say to them, Hey, can you kind of spend extra time with grandma? You're so good with her and kind of keep an eye on her. Cause I'm going to be setting the table and she would love to spend time with you. I That's a that. simple little way of asking for help. Everyone feels important. The grandchild sure. feels, I'm needed. And maybe give her even some things to talk about. You know, um, grandma loves to hear about <clears throat> you and your hobbies, you know, whatever your hobbies may be. Or or talk about when you went to the lake or camping mm-hmm. or whatever. Those long-term memories. And give everyone the tip of saying, please try hard not to say no or do you remember Try hard. And those things, you know, if you just put them out there as a caregiver, you've done your part. And now the rest of the family can grab onto it or not.
1: Well, and the other thing I think what you've talked about in previous interviews is in the communication pieces. Kind of give that, this is where we're at right now. Um, you know, and I think that this is this is an important thing for families to remember because people are coming together into the home. They may not have seen mom for a month That's right. before mm-hmm. and even in oh, things can happen in a month yeah. um or six months or whatever that is so i think what you're you're saying is is to communicate but not only that communicate on what you need and be specific like i look back at it now what i should have done you know we always look back 2020 Sure, i could have whatever <laughs> <laughs> i mean help like you know I would really like to have some help and have a professional house cleaner come in to my house. And for my Christmas present, would you guys do that, take care of that? You know, this is the kind of stuff that families could do for the primary caregiver because they're out, you know, 20 to 40 hours a week taking care of a loved one. That's exactly right. Or even after the
0: event, you know, that January Mm -hmm. time comes, we get through November, December, January's here. Have something planned right. I mean, for yourself. And that may be in the form yes. of having another sibling come in or a caregiving service mm-hmm. or a respite. Just even to get two, three hours to go to a movie. Yes. It's me time. Or, you know, the spa day for yourself. Mm-hmm. Plan that into the the schedule of events. Absolutely. And don't feel guilty about it. This is somebody else can pick up
1: where you left off for a few hours. So we are talking to the family caregiver's greatest ally and friend, Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, tell us a little bit about how you serve um, caregivers and their family loved ones.
0: Well, I meet with family members and caregivers individually, and I can meet in your homes. I can meet in a care facility, in a hospital, um, and to be that outside set of eyes that can see things a little more objectively. Mm -hmm. Um, I also can help families through the times of real Um, strong dynamics and emotions that are going on Mm -hmm. that again can keep a family focused on what's most important and why are we even having a discussion about decisions needing to be right and draw it back to (laughs) to mom and dad so I'm very hands on and listening to you the family members
1: absolutely and you know Daphne I know that we've mentioned this before in previous interviews but it's important to note that your services to families are free totally free. I
0: um, work in the community and I work with every care facility and adult family home in the state of Washington. I'm paid like a realtor. So the families are not paying and I'm an extension of uh, the care facilities marketing department virtually. I I can uh, show you any any facility out there.
1: I love that. I love that. And and obviously, it's such a needed service what you do um, for families. And I think the other thing to, on the stress of avoiding stress for yourself is <clears throat> you really help the adult child be the daughter instead of being the the one that has to do the hard things. That's um, exactly having right. somebody come in from the outside into a family that can help ease that stress of transitions, which is change is hard. It's yes. hard on everybody in the family. And when it's all on the shoulders of a adult daughter or son, um, you're in a situation where you're trying very hard to you know, manage <laughs> these these scenarios and, right. uh, you know, you forget that you're also the
0: daughter. That's right. And that's the gift that I can give to families is being the objective party to say, how about being a daughter? How about being the spouse again? How about being the son again? Um, and even if it's only for a few hours out of the day or one day a mm-hmm. week, but for us to focus on that, that's my gift to my families is yes. to be able to figure out how can we maintain the relationships that are of highest value to the families mm-hmm. and still keep dignity, quality of life, mm-hmm. and safety for our loved mm-hmm. ones.
1: And I think that that really transcends in especially to the holidays. It does because, because we have
0: expectations. Yes,
1: and mom and wants to talk about – Um, you know, Christmas is past because those are things and dad is going to want to talk about times, you know, where he got mom a mink coat or, or uh, (laughs) that's right. And as a (laughs) holiday parties that they've had or different things like that. And, you know, sometimes I think family caregivers get into a situation where they talk about those things thinking, oh, I better come through. And that just you go down the rabbit hole pretty fast. That's exactly right. Trying to uphold those expectations. Also can be, as
0: a caregiver, you're thinking about, i got to get medications. i got to go pick up this medication. i got to make sure that mom gets <clears> lunch <throat> at this time, and she's only had eight ounces of water. And now, you know, I, I need to get her a nap so I don't overdo it. And you don't even take the time for that conversation because mm-hmm. you're the caregiver, and not the daughter. And you take care of
1: yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. and holidays can be hard. I, I know that, um, you know, in, in so many cases, it's like to, if you, you can't give to somebody else from an empty vessel. No. And it's like, so first and foremost, for a caregiver, they need to take care of themselves. And if you're taking care of a loved one, it's like when you talk about setting that time aside, saying, this is me time. And enjoy, you know, it's important for you to enjoy the holidays on your own um platform, too. It's honor those boundaries. It's like, you know, maybe you make a special exception on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve because it's important, but there's other things you can do for a family member. If if your mom or dad is in retirement living, um, there's private dining room there usually. You can actually bring the holiday to them in certain cases, which really makes it nice. That's exactly right. You know, if you do have a loved one that's living
0: in a community, how do I bring those family traditions to them? Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be taking on um, perhaps Bringing their her favorite krumkaka cakes or something yes. like that, but bring it to them or singing the holiday carols.
1: Yes, yes. Make it. I used to make the spritz cookies because my mom go. was a Swede, so yep. and she loved to have that. You know, laying out there. Um, for her nurses and caregivers to come in and get a spritz cookie, and that was part of the Swedish tradition. She loved that. And she got to be the hostess again. Yes! She, she did lose her that. dignity. Yes. Little things like that are very and important. And that was pretty simple to do. Yeah. So, Daphne, how do
0: we reach you? You reach me at 855 734 1500, or you can
1: reach me on the web at pinnacle Daphne, thank you again, and happy holidays, and to you.
0: The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to pinnacleseniorplacements.com. Hi, I'm Lori
1: LeBay, and.